Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Of uh, course, uh, the issue of uh, Yemen getting involved. I, I, I have to say, I felt really bad for them when I heard they got involved. Like that, no one's been giving them attention for years. Everybody's been fighting there. Everybody's ignored Yemen. And now I guess the only way to, to get a bit of global attention is to get involved with the Jews. All right. Maybe that's a little bit, a little bit cynical on my side, but let's, let's understand a little bit more about it. Professor Zev Magen, who is a professor at Barilan, University. He's an expert on Iran. Professor Zev Magen, good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. How are you doing? Um, well, I'm doing as well as the rest of uh, my compatriots mm. and co-religionists are doing. And uh, I should point out before we begin that uh, the Houthis in Yemen have been involved uh, with the Jews for ever since they took over most of uh, that country. Uh, their slogan, as you probably know, not only demands the death of America and the death of Israel, but it uh, brings down uh, Allah's curse on the Jews specifically, and every Houthi child uh, goes to kindergarten and recites uh, a curse upon the Jews and death to Israel um, every morning. I actually didn't know that. So is, I, I, I wasn't aware uh, of that at yeah. all. So uh, that is, it's very, very interesting to know. The truth is that that uh, many of, for many of us, our knowledge of what is really going on in Yemen and what has been going on in Yemen is is actually not that extensive. Uh, we kind of see it maybe as just as an aside, and perhaps it isn't an aside, and it hasn't ever been an aside. How long? Uh, what is the history of the Houthis in Iran? Is are, are they indigenous? Uh, because I know that there's an involvement uh, with sorry in Yemen. Uh, I know there's an involvement of Iran there. Uh, give us a little bit of that context. Well, the, the Houthis are a uh, Shiite offshoot mm -hmm. um, and uh, they are part of the what we might call the Shiite international Shiite Islam being a small percentage of the Muslims in the world but an extremely active uh, and vocal and in many cases a terroristic element of uh, the Muslim population the world over um, and uh, they managed to take over Yemen uh, some nine years ago. Uh, they've been battling Sunni forces since that time. The uh, most important point perhaps to understand is that while the Sunnis battle the Shiites and the Shiites battle the Sunnis across the Middle East for the last several decades, um, the the main cry that has arisen from both sides has been death to the Jews. Mm. In other words, both sides, both of the fundamentalist and jihadist, or, uh, uh, you know, the organizations on both sides of the sectarian uh, Islamic fence um, claim that they have killed more Jews uh, regularly in their newspapers, in their blogs, on their websites, claim that they have killed more Jews than the other side. And this is a kind of one-upsmanship uh, that they've been involved mm. in. So the, the, uh, in a certain sense, the Houthis feel 
a little bit left out at the moment because here the Sunni Hamas terrorist organization has butchered and raped and burned alive um, Jewish men, women, and children, and they have not had a direct hand in it, and so they're trying to get involved now. But this is directed ultimately by Iran um, that is uh, attempting to pull off a pincer's movement against the state of Israel and surrounded on all sides. How dangerous is this involvement for Israel? Well, uh, let's just say that uh, underestimating um, people who have just taken over an entire country and who have fended off the uh, coalition forces led by Saudi Arabia uh, for the last seven years, um, it, to, under, to underestimate them would be a mistake. Mm. Uh, thank, thank God Israel's uh, uh, high level of uh, technology and uh, abilities to, uh, uh, to intercept um, missiles of every kind uh, is so far keeping us safe from them. But look, I mean, I, I think that I think that it's. In, I feel sometimes that in the diaspora, uh, even even here in Israel, not everybody understands the enormity of what has happened to us here, um, and the attempt to build upon it by our enemies, both in the Middle East and in the so-called progressive West, not to mention. Russia, China, and all those who support these mass murderers—it's—it's—it's mm-hmm. um, it's, a—it's a, a worldwide war on the Jews. Oh, there's no doubt um, about and that. And the Houthis there's are no one yeah. one part of it. And and of course, the danger—one of the dangers—is the and I'm, I'm using the word in inverted commas—the success of the October the seventh uh, attack, which just emboldens. People, um, anti, uh, anti, uh, uh, Jew haters around the world, it just emboldens them because, uh, maybe well, there was this it, perception it really that, does. that Israel was incredibly powerful and strong and, uh, and had it, it, had everything under control. And all of a sudden, well, maybe that isn't the case, which certainly does provide, um, Encouragement again in inverted commas for those who wish to do you're, Israel harm. You're, you're completely, uh, Howard. You're completely correct um, because this uh, this took place in an atmosphere in which um, the Houthis themselves and Hamas and Hezbollah and the Islamic Jihad and Iran. And all of our enemies around us have on a daily basis over the last uh, many years been making clear their intentions to carry out um, operations of this sort, um, mass murders of this sort. And um, they continue to do so, by the way. Just yesterday, uh, Ismail Haniya, the head of Hamas, um, made it clear that he intended to send more of his monsters into Israel to commit carnage uh, of the same uh, type over, he said, over and over and over again. Um, And anyone who doesn't understand that these people need to be absolutely eliminated 
um, down to the last member of Hamas and down to the last potential member of Hamas and that the Iranian threat through all of its proxies needs to be deterred in uh, ways that will resound for years. Anyone who doesn't understand that, including those in the West who shockingly, mm. shockingly mm. have taken advantage of this opportunity to come down on Israel, including some Jews, which I, I, I it's just in, unbelievable to me that someone could be that obtuse emotionally in order to, 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 to yesterday there was a, President Biden was speaking and yeah, I saw that. a, a young Jews lady school. who calls herself mm. a rabbi. She calls herself a mm. rabbi mm. and she could not care less for the lives of Jews stood up and said what she said to him. Um, that, that is deeply undermining, but nothing will stop us from making sure that Jews have a safe haven forever here in Israel. Whatever it but, is that but, we have. Wouldn't you agree, though, that whoever watches that interview yesterday, who, that, uh, where he talks about the October 7th um, attack and says we'll do it again and again, and the goal is to annihilate Israel, it's very, very clear what he's saying. If you watch that and don't hear it, well, then you've really chosen not to. And there's, it, it's, it's absolute cognitive dissonance. There's no, uh, you, you can't, you, you can't rationalize it through any woke language and find a way to make that okay. And if you do, uh, then unfortunately you, you really have chosen it. And, uh, it's, it's, there's, there's really very little to be said. Well, that's exactly the point. Your last sentence, unfortunately, is true. For my entire life, especially, I, I, you know, I was a University of Pennsylvania student and then a Columbia University student before I made Aliyah to Israel. And we argued ourselves blue in the face with every type of uh, socialist and progressive and uh, liberal and whatever other label you want to use, Jews and non-Jews. We used reason, we uh, used feeling, we spoke from our hearts. The Talmud says mm. that if words that come from the heart are supposed to enter the heart, those hearts are closed and those minds are closed. And it does not matter anymore what is said. Forget about our enemies. Those, you know, I mean, our enemies simply, I mean, the, the very fact that, that, um, we're being accused after 1,400 Jews, elderly people were burned, tied together and burned alive in house after house after house. I have seen this footage, unfortunately, and I will never be the same. And young Jewish girls were raped and set on fire as the Arabs laughed and took and documented it because they were proud of it. And the fact that throughout the world, fathers and mothers are not imagining their own daughters and understanding why we must eradicate this evil from the world and from our midst forever means that there is a large proportion of humanity that is no longer human and whose ideology has taken over and simply eradicated their minds and hearts. And this is something that, yes, as you said, Howard, there's nothing to be said to these people, to Judith Butler, to mm. even Jewish intellectuals, there's nothing to be said to these people. They 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 seem they simply need to be ignored. Uh, they need to be cast out 
Um, they need to be excommunicated. And uh, the rest of us who are still human, Jews or non-Jews, have to move forward toward a, a better world that does not that does not condone um, mass murder and mass rape and mass carnage of this sort. And worse, it doesn't celebrate it, which is uh, is uh, is quite astounding. That's where we leave it. Thank you for that. A very heartfelt and and. Uh, uh, real interview, a discussion with Professor Zev Magen, who is a professor at Barilan University, is an expert on Iran, talking to us about the situation in Yemen as well as the reaction around the world.